0: Today's sponsor of the SHI podcast is Carter Young. For those of you who may not know about Carter Young, which I can only assume you are brand new to student housing or you've been living under a dorm for the past 20 years, Carter Young is a debt recovery firm based in Georgia who has been specializing in debt recovery related to college students for over two decades. They even operate their call center out of Athens, Georgia, because they wanted to employ people who understand the student journey in order to give them a better chance of collecting from your student residents who end up owing you a balance after they move out. They also provide training programs to your on-site staff and review your operating methods to make sure everything is being done to prevent bad debt from happening. Now, how many debt recovery services do that? If you're not using Carter Young, I can guarantee you're leaving money on the table. Visit them at carter-young.com or follow the link in the show notes. welcome to the student housing insight podcast where we are putting you in touch with the people who bring student housing to life i'm your host wesley dees and joining me today is special visitor co-host and new ambassador to shi jessica dellis jessica how are you
1: i'm doing fabulous i am so excited to be here thank you so much
0: so jessica you are a regional manager for campus advantage and something that I found very unique about you is that you're in Sacramento, California. And why, why that is so unique is because there are not a lot of, at least historically, it's, it's becoming more of a thing, but there have not been a lot of California-based regional managers. Have you ever noticed that? <laughs>
1: I have yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm super excited about the perspective that you're going to be able to give, and being a true California West Coast person, and and being in that position. Because, man, I, I've been in this industry now for 24 years, and. You know, when I got started, like purpose-built student housing wasn't even a thing in California. Nope. <laughs> and it has uh, it has certainly exploded. And uh, But even through that explosion, it was really hard to get talent that was based in California. You know, you may be able to get somebody in Arizona or in the Pacific Northwest, but it was very hard to find anybody in California. So, you're a unicorn, just so you know.
1: <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs>
0: Well, hey, I, let's let's tell the audience a little bit uh, about you. Obviously, uh, you know you're a regional manager with Campus Advantage, and we want to thank Campus Advantage for all of their support with student housing insight and the things that we're doing. But tell us, what, what was your first position in the industry?
1: So my first position was that leasing position, but because we don't have a ton of student in this area, it was actually in conventional. And it was a, you know, leasing agent position, and then I found a leasing manager position in student, and that's kind of how I entered. So I didn't have a ton of time in that conventional capacity, yeah. but I had a really great foundation.
0: What was your uh, What was your first market for student housing?
1: It was Sacramento, Sac State. It was the very, very first student housing purpose-built project, oh, that's so cool. The Verge. Yes. Cool. And ironically enough, um, eight, um, Campus Advantage managed it for a while. Not during my tenure, but in a previous time.
0: Cool. And, and so that's your first position. What's been your favorite position so far?
1: What's interesting is that was by far my most challenging position, but I think ultimately it's been my favorite. I learned the the
0: the leasing manager position? Yes. It
1: was it was just, you know, it was an opportunity to really run the floor and be that leader to the front line. And it was such an amazing time. I, I will tell you that at that point in time there wasn't a whole lot of knowledge to student housing. And so I really grew up with it and it just became sort of part of, you know, who I am today by living through that process.
0: Cool. So as I mentioned, you're one of our ambassadors for 2021, which by the way, doesn't it feel great to say 2021 and not 2020 anymore?
1: It sure does. I don't know what
0: 2021 has in store, but I'm so (laughs) glad it's not 2020 anymore.
1: Yes, we are all on that same page.
0: So so yes, you you apply to be one of our ambassadors, and for folks who you know want to find out who our ambassadors are for twenty twenty one, or want to find out more about um, about that program, you can go to our website at studenthousinginsight.com. Um, but we've got we've got twelve ambassadors that we've that we've got for this year. Um, actually, I take that back. We we did expand. We've got thirteen. We did the ambassador program last year. And we we had six, and just between 2020 and all the things that were going on, we just really weren't able to to utilize it very well. And as many folks will know, this is kind of our first podcast that I've done since November, or that I've posted since November. And that's because we took a little bit of a, of a reset of our own and said, let's let's take some inventory of how we're doing things and and come up with something for 2021 and, and how we want to, you know, kind of come out of the gate with 2021. And so, so excited, super excited about telling everybody about that, but a little bit more on our ambassador program. We took applications in October, um, went through that, picked everybody going into, into December. And we've got a total of 13 individuals. I'm super excited about this cohort because we've got site level managers, we've got people on the West Coast, people on the East Coast, in the middle of the country. We've got VPs, we've got directors, we've got leasing managers, we've got property managers, uh, regional managers, traveling positions. So a lot of really cool perspectives that I'm super excited about sharing with people. And you guys are going to get an opportunity to, to create some content and share with everybody this year. So Thanks so much for volunteering for that, and you know, I think certainly from a standpoint of networking and being able to not just meet a lot of people, but you know, find out about how they operate in the student housing space, and being able to share that with with your group that you work closely with, I think is going to be a huge benefit. So, thanks for doing that.
1: I agree. I'm so excited that you're doing this. I can't wait to watch the success.
0: Well, let's let's talk about so the ambassador thing is new for 2021 we are also how many webinars have you been on this this past year have you been keeping
1: count uh, <laughs> No. <laughs> I, <you> off guard. <laughs> I could not count I could not tell you but several
0: <laughs> yeah and we did we did our own uh, webinar or we uh, webinar series. Um, we actually did two of them last spring. Uh, one is what's happening in your region where we were just catching up with folks on campus as well as seeing what was going on um, with within each region around the country within the U.S., what was happening from a, a leasing perspective, because we were all really concerned when COVID hit. You know, how is this going to play out? And I think for the most part, off campus, it did very, very well. And we could talk a little bit more about that, but... The, the other second half of that series was preparing for fall 2020. There were so many things that we were asking ourselves of, you know, how do we, you know, what's, how are we going to do turn, you know, <laughs> with PPE and folks in quarantine and, you know, all of those things, how are, you know, the, the properties that have to have shuttle services, like how do we, how do we manage our shuttle services during that time? And so, I think there was a lot of benefit that those who registered for those for those two series got out of that and a big thanks to everybody that, that pulled that together. And then there were some other webinars that I attended that were, uh, you know, here's what I like about Student Housing Insight. We are here for the operators. That's my background. That's my passion and a lot of it's very important that we all understand the bigger market of student housing but a lot of the webinars that were being being put out most of the focus was you know what's happening what's selling what ha- who's getting financing and all of those things are very important we're going to talk a lot about that in 2021 but it really didn't help a lot of the operators is the sense that I got from everybody and, and just the way it was structured caused a lot of issues for people. So we, we rethought about that. We knew in 2021, we were still going to be dealing with pandemic stuff and not a lot of in-person meeting. And what we really said is there needs to be like a weekly check-in. There needs to be a weekly come together, you know, <laughs> of of our professionals to say, Hey, let's, let's take an, an hour, hour and a half out and, you know, be able to, to get some insight into what's happening to our industry and then also learn something. Right. And that's what we are launching starting next week on February 3rd. And it's called the Memo Web Series. And it's going to be every Wednesday from February third until the end of June, June twenty third. I think is actually the last one that we're doing. And go ahead and warn everybody: the fifth Wednesday in March, we will not be having one. But otherwise, we will always have one four weeks out of out of each month. So super excited to be launching that. Um, we're like I said, we're going to do that through June. Um, it's going to be Wednesday, twelve noon Eastern. I've got some great insights. I'll talk a little bit about the first one that in that acronym memo, the first M stands for for motivation and leadership. And we've got Kristen Hadid with StudentMade and KristenHadid.com. If you know Kristen or, or have heard of her or think you may have heard her, heard of her, she wrote the book, uh, Permission to Screw Up, and it's It's got its genesis in student housing. It starts off with talking about her doing a student housing turn as a cleaning vendor, and she's got 60 employees and 45 of them walk out on day two. And and Kristen's just been incredible. Um, entrepreneur, millennial entrepreneur, and she's been um, on that book circuit and doing the TED Talks and doing all that kind of stuff. And I've just been really amazed at, at the insight that she has. I really felt like the student housing industry could get a lot out of it. So thanks to our friends at Cardinal and, and Alex O'Brien, who's um, good friends with Kristen for setting that up and, and sponsoring that. But on February 3rd, we're going to be premiering that discussion that we had with Kristen And then E out of MEMO stands for Educational Insights, specifically Higher Education Industry Insights. So we'll we'll be talking to housing administrators and and university administrators for, for those focuses. And then we're going to be second M stands for Market Insights. And this is where we're going to get into... Yeah, what's happening region by region, velocity wise, you know, from a standpoint of of the leasing season. Um, but we're also going to be talking to folks that are on the brokerage side and on the finance side. Not from a standpoint of hey, here's how many transactions closed last quarter. Yeah, we're going to be talking about that a little bit. But the main thing is again, our audience is for for operators, and and so there's a lot of things when it comes to you know, selling and buying these assets that if operators and especially site level managers, there's some things that they're not paying attention to, they can really screw up a potential sell and and certainly delay it. And we've got Jamie Swick with uh, Colliers International, who actually used to be on the operations side. And so now that she's made that transition over to the brokerage side, she's got just an incredible amount of insight into hey, this is what operators need to be focused on. So she'll be leading the first one for our, our market insights. Super excited about that. Also, College House, which has been a you know, big sponsor of, of what we're doing and partner with us. They're going to also be a, a partner for the memo series and they'll be providing a lot of insight into what's happening leasing velocity was as we go through this leasing season. And then, um, of course, the O stands for operations. We're going to be covering everything from you know marketing and leasing to work orders and turn procedures, right? So super excited about that. Make sure that you're registered. It is $10. That's all it is, is $10. That gets you access for the entire year. And yes, we will be coming back in September, September through November. So it will include that as well. And I've got something, you like discounts, don't you, Jessica?
1: Of course.
0: (laughs) So for everybody that's listening to this prior to February 3rd, uh, if you go to our website and go to the registration page, you could put in promo code MEMO, that's M-E-M-O 50, M-E-M-O 50, and get 50% off. So it's only 5 bucks. We've got another great sponsor, the Pivotal Companies based out of Georgia. Monica Morgan, if you don't know her, look her up on on LinkedIn. She's in the consulting space with student housing, but also her company offers a lot of other services to the student housing industry. And I know she's done a lot for for Campus Advantage as well. So go check her out, but in large part we're able to do this because of the sponsorship from from Pivotal. So big thanks to them. Well, Jessica, I think that hopefully that catches everybody up. Um, the only other thing I would mention is hopefully our folks that are listening to this, our audience members, are also plugging into the SHI community, and that is our our kind of our own private Facebook. Uh, on our website our own forum where people can you know share job posts they can share thoughts and ideas of you know what's happening in student housing and ask questions I love Facebook there's a lot of great and I love LinkedIn there's a lot of great groups out there for us to share but as, as a lot of people have experienced social media is getting really tired. So, we we wanted to create something. We created the SHI community over a year ago, but we really wanted to create something that allowed people... Uh, you know, yeah, it's going to take a, sep- a separate login, right? It's not like you're just flipping through Facebook and you happen to see something come up. This is, this is the location that you go to specifically to, to talk all things student housing and, and what's impacting the professionals that are in it. So if you have not joined, make sure that you go to, again, studenthousinginsight.com and you'll see up in the upper right-hand corner, you'll see a login. You don't know your login yet, so just go ahead and click on it, and it'll give you the opportunity to create an ID. And once you do that, uh, you can then go into the forum and see everything that that we're talking about there. So, I think that will probably catch everybody up on on what's going on with SHI, um, which has absolutely nothing to do while you're here, Jessica.
1: (laughs) Well, I love talking about it because it is such a valuable resource, and I'm so excited that you're doing it and that you've put it out there and I think that as an industry, we need this, and the the value is astronomical.
0: Well, we we definitely got ambitious with our, with our goals on um, what we wanted to do in 2021 for SHI, and I'm excited for everybody to to see those as we as we reach them this year. And speaking of goals. That's what you're here to talk about today.
1: I am. I love goals. (laughs) I am. I really, you know, for personally, I really geek out on my my goals each December for the following year, but it's been tough this year. And I think that, you know, we, when you go and you're setting goals, you reflect on what was accomplished. And last year was tough, especially...
0: it was. I mean, and, and you and I—I sh- I, you know, shared this with you before. I've got a little bit of PTSD from goal setting in 2020, to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, you know, when we when we sat down to um, Carly Cockrum's our, our uh, marketing associate, and, and you know, back in October, we sat down to to really kind of talk about this this reset that we wanted to do from a content standpoint. And it was tough because all I kept thinking about is how the goalposts just kept moving in 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, we're just creating content, right? And, and, but it's, it's you guys that, you know, are, are trying to lease these apartments, trying to provide, you know, leadership and guidance for your site staff and, and corporate staff throughout the entire company. I, I, you know, I, I don't want to say I can only imagine because I've been very close to it this past year and it has, it's been tough. Mm.
1: <laughs> it has, it has, especially when you think about, you know, as an industry, we're forecasting our goals three months before the the year ends and we're putting that in and we're preparing everything. So there's so much that goes into our industry goal setting. So it was very, very challenging not just to look back on, you know, where we, where we fell short, but also to realistically try to look in that crystal ball and say, what's going to happen, you know?
0: Yeah. So, so tell me about, you know, as you've started setting things for 2021, tell me just about mindset and um, kind of what your process has been.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I think anytime you're setting goals, you always want to follow that golden smart rule. In they have to be realistic. You really have to dig deep in each market, each property, and understand what's happening with those markets specifically. Are the comps leasing? Are we leasing? Are we leading the market? Because ultimately, that's where we want to be. Is you know, we want to stay within where the market is trending, but but push, you know, and, and really we're having to reforecast our weekly goals based on all these different metrics and what's happening.
0: So talk, talk to me a little bit about well, if there's anything else you want to expand on in regards to, you know, kind of those industry not industry goals, but those, you know, those more those more data driven technical goals. I'd love to to hear Anything else you want to talk about on that? But then I want to kind of get into, you know, really just, I guess, kind of resetting your own brain and, and getting to, you know, right a right frame, a right frame of mind, right, um, for doing it. Because I know you've got some some things you wanted to discuss because a lot of that plays into mental health as well. So what are, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yes. I mean, the goals are the goals and, and ultimately we have to hit those numbers in order to not fall short and, you know, have a year where we're just drowning. So we're focused on that, but in that same vein, taking care of everyone and, and really realizing and being empathetic to the fact that we're all going through this still. I think we talked about this, you know, in March, we were like, this is hard. You know, what's happening? And and here we are 10, 11 months later in the same boat. I think that now we see a much brighter light at the end of the tunnel, but we still don't really know for sure what's coming. And, you know, I, Dan Ulterstorf is a, a colleague of mine, and, and he had just, re- he did a, a recording. Back in March of last year, when this initially hit, and it was a lot about mental health and kind of where we are. And he coincidentally just did a recap. And one of my takeaways um, he, he was talking with Dr. Carrie Makenbird. And one of my big takeaways was you know, you have to be taking care of yourself as a leader. You can't lead the team and take care of the teams without taking care of yourself and you know how do you do that what it what what do you do what it what is your ultimate plan to make sure that you're okay and if you're not okay because sometimes we're not okay what's your plan and how do you handle that in the most constructive and productive way i think that as a as a company as well we've really tried to focus on that too because you know it's there it's real but in that same vein, we also have to be hitting these goals. So it's a fine line, right? Because yeah. everybody's going through this challenging time. And you know, work is only one piece of the puzzle, one piece of everyone's life. And so while on one hand, we're leading these teams to hit these goals and we're you know, stressed about making sure that the properties fill up because we have an obligation to the investors and to the clients. And that's a you know, if if we don't have that, we don't have an industry. So that's yeah. important. But also making sure that we're taking care of everybody and that we're not so hyper focused on that. While that's so important, so are the people. The people are yeah. so important, every single one. And something that Carrie had mentioned on the call was, you know, we we kind of got used to this Okay, we log on, we turn the cameras on, and we just jump in. And we don't have that time to sort of walk around the conference room and say hello yeah. and grab your coffee and build that rapport. We're just, just jumping about on the kids,
0: in. Yes. about the dog. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, you know that was really an eye opener for me to just make a make a solid effort to be better at that and make sure that you know for me personally. My teams know that they they are as humans a priority to me because yeah. while the business is so are the people.
0: Yeah, it's it's so funny that you mentioned that because we're <clears throat> we're recording this on Friday the twenty second, and so just a couple of days after the inauguration, and it was. Uh, Wednesday, I was on a phone call with a university housing staff, and um, it's it's been a weekly call. It's 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 related to a property that I oversee from a uh, from a consulting standpoint that has delivered late, and and so it's been very very stressful with these communications that we've had because you know the the students are coming back; they spent the entire semester in a hotel. And although it was a very short semester because they left right before Thanksgiving, you know, they're coming back and things are, you know, things are 99.5% done, but it's that half percent that's just stressing everybody out, you know, here before the students move in this weekend. And and so it was a late phone call for me because this is a West coast property. And it was, uh, I just, while I was waiting, I happened to pick up my phone I'd really not watched anything since the inauguration earlier that day <laughs> and the the uh- uh, the meme started coming out with Bernie Sanders <laughs> and I just, I, I got on the phone, just cracking up and I was like, guys, have you seen this? And, you know, uh, held my uh, phone up to the, to the webcam. So everybody could see it. And there, you know, everybody kind of seen something, uh, one of the memes, right. With him and his, his knit gloves. And <laughs> he
1: is everywhere. Everywhere,
0: <laughs> everywhere, everywhere. And so, um, you know, it just, just having that, you know, having that moment of two or three minutes where you're just laughing about, you know, how funny it was. And, you know, they started showing one, showing ones that they had seen that I hadn't seen yet. And it, yeah, we missed that in the Zoom calls because so many times we just, we jump into it and it's like, bam, 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 let's, let's, you know, get through this. So. Yeah, that really just kind of lightened the mood and, you know, I, I think all of us felt like, you know, this is going to be okay. <laughs> you know, we're not we're we're all human beings here and and you know, we've got things going on, but we're also focused on on you know, the task at hand. So so yeah, that's a great point that you bring up about just scheduling that extra time even in, even if it's in a Zoom call.
1: Right. Just a couple minutes just taking that 2 3 maybe 5 minutes just to appreciate that everyone is human and we're all in this together and you know how's everyone doing what are you doing this weekend you know what's 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 going on in your life and just keeping that at the forefront
0: yeah yeah well that's fantastic that that um you know Dan is taking that time to bring a professional like that and to, to speak with you guys. And I hope other companies are doing that as well. We, I th- we've all been dealing with mental health issues. Um, not even, not only with ourselves, but with our kids as well. I've had that, you know, within my family and, and just, you know, getting my child to see, you know, a therapist uh, ha- has you know, there's, there's year long waiting lists. I mean, <laughs> literally. <laughs> and so, so that that's fantastic one resource i wanted to mention to everybody as it relates to mental health especially with students and we've got so many you know student staff members is jed jed and i'll put some links in the show notes so that people can can go to their website and and get that resource and it's it's been it's been very helpful to a lot of the folks that you know that i work with on the consulting side so so yeah, any any other wise words that that Dan had for for approaching mental health?
1: I think that you know the 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 big ones that stood out to me was the human, making sure you're keeping that human element in everything that you do, and just being the best version of you. You know, as you know, Dan's a senior VP, and there's so many of us out there that are leaders, whether you're a leasing manager or a general manager or a regional manager or a VP, you're a leader. And so you have to make sure that you are being the best version of yourself. Because if you're not, you're not pulling through what you need to do for your teams.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I want to go back to this this whole thing that we talked about with the moving goalpost and um, and how that's created a lot of PTSD among not just not just off campus but on campus professionals as well. You, you mentioned in in our prep that uh, for this that um, those goals should still be smart as always, um, and you capitalize smart. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what that means.
1: Well, I mean, ultimately, you want to have your goals be that good old-fashioned um, SMART acronym. And what that acronym stands for is Specific, Measurable, Assignable, Realistic, and Time-Related. So you want to, you know, if you're setting a goal, you want all of the pieces that make the goal realistic how are you gonna get there? So your goal should be specific. You should be able to measure it by you know the quantity of progress. How are you going to measure that? If you wanna be as assignable to you know specify who, who's gonna do it, who's responsible for this goal. We want 10 leases on the board. Who is responsible for each one of those leases? Realistic. Are you realistically going to get 10 leases if you've had two pieces of traffic coming through the door? Probably not. So how are we going to get more traffic to make sure that you're hitting that goal? And then time-related is obviously we need to get to this goal by this time. So I use leasing as an example, but obviously it really relates to any type of goal that you're going to be setting.
0: It does. It does. So let's talk a little bit about... Leasing velocity. I mean, how, how are you uh, how are you applying that smart method to, to setting out goals for leasing velocity for, for your sites?
1: Great question. Um, we're keeping a very, very, very tight pulse on the market, each individual market. So um, you know, if we have a competitor in our market where we're usually ahead of, but for some reason this past week, they had you know, 15 new leases or they jumped up 10%, we're diving real, real deep. Chances are they're giving away some sort of incentive, but the expectation for the teams is to know why. Why are they doing better than us? And so it's taken a lot of commitment from our teams to be engaging on a whole new level on those market surveys. It's building reports, making sure you're getting good data, because without that we just don't know where we stand as well. We know that everything yeah. is later. We know that everything is slow right now. But
0: yeah. uh, go ahead.
1: If we're, you know, if we're looking at the market as a whole and everyone is 30% behind last year, that gives us a good indicator that we're doing everything that the rest of the market is and it's that's where we are right now as a whole.
0: Yeah, I, that, is, that is so important. And of course, I, I know most of the operators that are are listening to this podcast, they've got things in place to, to measure their competitive uh, set in their market, the other properties and how they're doing. And, and one thing that, you know, to tie this back into what we mentioned earlier with, with College House, and if you want more information on them, go to collegehouse.com. Um, you'll have a little pop-up that says research tool and you'll just hit learn more and you'll go to their their data product. But that's one thing I'm really excited about while we wanted to have this market insight session each month with, with College House because we know that we're going to see, you know, what what happened last year is, is going to be different than what's happening this year. And it's not going to be like it was two years ago. And so I think it's it's so important that you're seeing that not just within your own market, but within regions as well. Um, And one of the things that we're doing, I'm super excited about is taking a measurement of what's happening in each region. We've got seven different regions and really seeing who in those regions are doing better than what they did last year, you know, year over year. And and we'll be giving away, you know, an award for that um, in each region. So. Excited about that, but, you know, can't express enough how using a tool like College House data is is going to be key in really understanding how we're all doing. Um, So, put in a quick plug for for Charlie and the guys over at College House. Uh, You know, another thing that I've got to imagine from a goal setting standpoint that's been really tough, and it's even tough thinking about it into 2021, is resident engagement. I mean that has completely changed.
1: It has. It has. But you know what? We found good ways. We are still keeping engaging um, engagement with our residents. And it's it's so nice to see. We have several different platforms that we use to make this successful. But we've yeah, we've done it. We have. Um I can say that, you know, a couple of things that we've been very, very successful with are things like virtual game nights, or social media quizzes. Um, you know, what's interesting is you and I were kind of talking about these these items and something that's so interesting because, you know, I wanted to really get feedback from the teams on what they felt was the most successful of all of the events that they've done since March of 2020. And what's so interesting to me is that one of the all-time classic student housing events is breakfast on the go right during finals week and we still did it we just did it we put it out we had tables set up it was done safely and that was still one of the biggest hits just very interesting to me
0: yeah any specific tools or anything that you've used to help with with those you know virtual games and meeting up with people remotely
1: you know, one of the easiest ones that we've used is Facebook, or excuse me, Instagram Live. We've done different gotcha. things, obviously, like, you know, Kahoot, which is great for quizzes and, and games where people are engaging and selecting the answers. But even just the, you know, virtual grocery bingo they, we did on Instagram Live. And, and it's having people come on there and getting them to engage. So... On the hoots and things like that, they're not really engaging as a group. But having them come on and you know put put messages in the chat and just be really involved has been great to see.
0: Well, fantastic. Any other suggestions on you know how we how we kind of move forward from from twenty twenty and into twenty twenty one?
1: I mean, I think what we have going for us is that there is ultimately a light at the end of the tunnel. I've 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 seen. I've seen things really looking up. I'm excited to hear each time I hear about a new embassy opening or, you know, having restrictions on travel lifted. It's, it's hope because so much of where we hurt this year was on international. It was huge. And especially for my entire portfolio, we had a lot of master leases with China specifically. And so I'm so excited to move forward from that and get to you know it's going to be a new normal but it's it's going to be great and we have to be optimistic we have to lead our teams in the right direction and what's remarkable to me is yes 2020 was a tough year but what we saw was an industry that was so impacted continue to pivot in such a positive direction to get in front of all of these hurdles. I mean, how many hurdles did we experience? Just things (laughs) that we'd never even expected to have to push through and we did it. And it's so remarkable. And I think it's just very, very important to celebrate those victories and celebrate every victory every single day to keep that motivation alive.
0: No, I think I think that's I, I think you're exactly right. Uh, you gotta you gotta look at those little things and take take joy in that, right? I mean, we didn't get it felt like we got here overnight, and, and things did happen very very fast. And, and typically, when things you know when things freeze up very fast, they also thaw out very fast. You know, this is. In a lot of a lot of ways, we did we did freeze up really quick when when things happened, especially in our industry because colleges were so impacted right away. Right, you know, a lot of other businesses it was over several weeks, even even a couple of months before lockdowns really started impacting them. With us, it was almost immediate, and I would say in a lot of ways. We've weathered that well because the universities had to, you know, had to de-densify, had to send everybody home. And, you know, we were there to, to be able to help those students out that, that didn't have a home to go back to or didn't want to go back home. <laughs> so it's been uh, it's been great from from that standpoint. And, yeah, 46,000 – I read this this week – 46,000 less students, international students, first-year international students – year-over-year year between uh, fall 2019 to fall 2020 and that's a that's a big 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 number um, sure and hopefully that will uh, that will start to rebound we've got some some great information that's actually going to be in our uh, our second episode of memo where we're talking to administrators about some of the things that are happening both from a policy standpoint with the new administration and also just kind of where things are are Um, how things are rebounding from COVID and how that's going to it's not going to impact us certainly the spring or summer it's going to start getting better in the fall and we expect it you know to slowly start to to rebound so we got to take joy in those little things those are going to be Going to be key. Well, Jessica, we're at the end of our time, and I, I appreciate it so much for you taking some time out and and talking uh, to to our group and just giving you know perspective to our audience of, of you know how you're approaching this year. I think it's so key that that we're talking about that, and I, I think there's a lot of other great things that folks can um, can get out of the upcoming episode that we've got with Kristen Hadid again premiering February third on our memo webinar series. So make sure you go and check that out. Any other parting thoughts?
1: It's going to be a good year. And I'm so <laughs> excited. And I will say Kristen Hadid is incredible and so excited to have her be part of this memo series.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's, it, it was definitely um, we had a live audience of our ambassadors and I mentioned Cardinal sponsored that as well. And so they had a lot of their employees on there. So it was a good Q&A as well and excited for everybody to, to hear that. Well, Jessica, I appreciate it. Have a great weekend and enjoy. Uh, uh, is, it, is it sunny in Sacramento this weekend?
1: It's not. It was so beautiful yesterday and then it started raining and I do see some sunshine now but um, it's supposed to be a little rainy.
0: <laughs> well, I'm sure the sun will come out soon so so take join that. <laughs> and yes. we will uh, we will chat soon. Thanks so much.
1: All right. Thanks Wes.